the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who have been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. Oh, the band's back together, 92.9 Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Sorry, a bit croaky in the throat, haven't been home. Uh, last night, big night for me, so I haven't been home. No, I've got um, I've got COVID, just relax. Hey, uh, mate, big show, and uh, Mickey Barlow, uh, welcome back to the crease. Uh, good morning to you. Yeah, good to be back at the crease, opening the batting. Uh, took last week off, but I didn't take an extended break. No. But, um, just the one week for me. Yeah. It's nice to have Britt back, actually. I've, I've done some digging, Zave. Yes. She hasn't been on. Um, I think we gave her a two to three week suspension after she went with the game of games, and all oh. all of it was referencing well, that, something down below the waist of, that was of, the, day, of the male anatomy. That was the day that um, you know, unfortunately, I came in on a Monday, came back unannounced. So I left for the day, yeah. And Brit had been called in at midday, and I saw it in the in the uh, in the cry room. We call it here, and uh, unfortunately, what were those names again that she went with, Mick? Uh, Donald Dickey. Uh, Jed Adcock, Tyson Goldsack, and uh, your your personal favourite right at the end, Zave. Oh, Isaac Cumming, of course. <laughs> hey, uh, no, we're going to play a game of games after, uh, well, today at some stage, of course. We've got Brittany's best, which mm-hmm. I need to say, of course, welcome back to the crease, Britt Taylor. Yeah, thank you. I was wondering when I was going to get Taylor, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, Tubby Taylor, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, favourite here. Oh, hang on. Now, Britt, how are you, mate? I'm good. There was a lot happening there, yes. No, well, I don't know what, but Leachie was, sorry, we didn't really throw to it properly. It was, it was a miscommunication <laughs> from both of us on that end. But, uh, well, it I failed which I'm really glad about I had a bit of Mark well. Taylor gear to go with. I, but, I, uh, I blame Mickey because he just barged yeah, in Mick a went in, Mick, Mick went in really hard. I'm not sure about that. So but, the band's uh, back together. There's already not much cohesion going on. Have you noticed that me and Mick too, we're just going to keep throwing you under the bus Yeah, today. but also, Mick has said that I haven't been here for two weeks. I'd like to point out my commitment to the show. I woke up at 3am in Mick and I was, don't put the song over me when I'm trying <laughs> no, to. No, that's what we do right now. <laughs> We, we spoke grand. about this morning in the pre-show meeting. Um, Brit's limited to 100 words yeah. this morning. So, Let's uh, go to a two-song two <laughs> yeah, That's 11 words, mate. So uh, 89 to go on. So you need at least 15 for Brit's best. <laughs> All right. Now, we do have a good morning, of course. Brit's best. You got a winner for us, mate? I sure do. 88 words. Uh, <laughs> this is Mickey Barlow still on the phone to a mate organising his gym session. He had his gear off earlier, Brit Taylor, of course. Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Hey, good game of footy last night. Oof. Let's just reflect the final siren first. Oh, hang on. Are we? Sirens about the sound. It's the Brisbane Lions who goes through to a prelim final. Extraordinary performance. They were down by 28, and they've come back for one of their most famous victories in a final here at the MCG. Now, Leachy's boss has come in this morning, and it's made him a bit nervous, I think. <laughs> think jittery? It, sorry, that, sorry, that was a jittery start by yeah, Dan, wasn't it, was Mick? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. And I feel uh, like you two set the tone Robbie, in the Robbie, break. Robbie asked Leachy what he wanted him to do. It was like, you know, he was a bit shocked. He's like, oh, my boss is asking me if he needs yeah, he to do yeah, something yeah, for him. Some and Leachy goes, oh, no, no, all good, all good. <laughs> so, yeah. but, Cat got his tongue this morning. But, uh, hey, big game last night oh. and a big result for the Lions. My takeaway, Xavier Ellis and Brittany Taylor, bad kicking, bad football. Melbourne mm-hmm. just kept Brisbane in it, didn't they? Three goals, eight, and, and Brisbane couldn't get their hands on the footy for the first quarter, but they were within striking distance the whole game. And Did when you they f- had feel their like patch... the momentum was a long... I reckon momentum sat with Brisbane for long enough, though. I, I, the game could have been put to bed earlier, but I reckon they shifted that game, Brisbane, and the momentum went with them for a long period of time. If, if Melbourne kick, and it's... Yeah, hindsight's a beautiful thing. They end up having two more scoring shots. If they go six goals, five, instead of three goals, eight... Mm. 
But I mean, we could say that last week about the Fremantle Dogs game. If they went, you know, eight goals, a different, four. Melbourne's a different beast than than what the Dogs are. So yeah. I think they've shot themselves in the foot. They missed some opportunities. They didn't capitalise on momentum. But hey, credit to the Lions. And I think football's in a good space because it is showing that <laughs> football's 30, the winner, isn't it? What, uh, what about this final series? Like yeah, it has just great. been incredible. Yeah. When you sort of looked at it at quarter time yesterday, and you know that when these two last played in the last round. Melbourne won by 10 goals. Yeah. And you thought, and at, it could quarter, have been at quarter time, yeah. I thought, oh, it looks like it's going to head that way again. Unfortunate for Brisbane. And then all of a sudden, they turn it around. It was amazing. Now, quick question. Uh, Joe Danaher yeah. uh, out now. Um, the odds, I know we're not a, a gambling show or whatever, but on my account, a quick, I could have got $5.90 Brisbane last night before the bounce. $5.90. Mm. Joe Danaher obviously pulled out. Uh, birth of uh, his first yeah, child. Just on that, do you think, Mickey, you've been in the birthing mm. suite just recently. Do you? What do you think the hospital room was like? The, he's just had his daughter. Is, is the TV on? This, is he this, watching? This, like, this one is clearly on. this, this one is clearly uh, in the wheelhouse of Xavier Ellis, <laughs> who's been under the pump in these situations before. Zay, what do you think? Uh, mate, I just think, mate, TV off, no TV on for three days. You just sit there and stare at your kid who's not moving for three days. And then you just go home and you make sure you get a photo of you leaving the hospital with the carry yeah. basket from thing behind. Yeah. from behind. Yeah, from behind. And I mean, I Did tell you, you what. Did you get that photo, Mick? Um, oh, you yeah, I got that photo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone does. Hey, no, um, interesting, Mick. Did you ever play with anyone who ducked off for a child? Um, or was in risk not, of not it? Not from memory. No, mm-hmm. not. Uh, maybe Hayden Ballantyne, right around grand final time, had, yeah. had his his first. Um, I reckon he had it three or four days after the grand final from from memory. So, if you uh, were both in that situation, grand final day, oh, birth look, of your child. Look, I think um, always... I think it's a no brainer, mate. Again, I'm in the be- I'm in the yeah. room TV off for three days. Yeah, no, I, I haven't won one. So, nah, <laughs> look, to be honest you've with you, have literally just been in the birthing suite. Could have you possibly no, said to Riley? Actually, so you're just going to have to go at this one alone. I did. I did anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be. You're still uh, picking up the dog. I food. would be saddled up next to uh, the significant other, um, enjoying the birth oh, of the the child. Correct I, answer. I, I, I would. No, I would say. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, you got me. Uh, now, I would say I think that being in Melbourne and playing eight years in Melbourne very different to being in Perth because the grand finals in Melbourne to start with. Mm. So for mine as a Hawthorne player, I think I would play the grand final and then I'd go back. Yeah, no, no, no. It's go time. Yeah, I think. I, I, well, go like, time. What is go, go time? time go, go time. Go time. Go time. Four hours with the first yeah. one. But like, you can't not be in. No, I know that. But I labor. think Emily would think she's been on the journey as well. That I think she would want me to go play in the grand yeah. final, and then she would say. So you would choose so to I play would, in the grand final over the birth of your no, child. No, no. So you're not not listening clearly. Can we get that on a headline. You're not <laughs> listening clearly. I know more of them for this week. Uh, so they're not listening clearly. So this is what I'm doing. I'm running out. It's 28 degrees. I'm having 28 disposals, 21 kicks, 14 marks, kicking a hot dog, setting up three, having eight clearances. Then I'm yeah. literally. I'm not even hanging around for the presentation for the, of Big my Norm Smith. Yeah. I'm out. I'm down the race out the back door and straight over to the private hospital, 100 and metres from the MCG. Done. It's all. And then on all, Monday when Mad Monday rolls around. No, right? no, 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 no. I'm family then. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. But I think in that window for a grand final day. I actually think my wife would encourage me to go and play and win a flag and then return and be the best dad I am. Yeah, yeah, now, quickly, talking about dads, Cam Rayner last night, great segue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cam Rayner's old man. Now, listen to this clearly. Brian's doing Roaming Brian on Channel 7. Uh, and just listen clearly, and you might hear a bloke shouting in the background. I'm not sure who he is. Daniel Rich. 
as we see, watch this guy. Who is that guy? That's Cam Rainer's old man. That's Cam Rainer's old man. <laughs> Bit of passion there. Uh, no, he loves it. Big Johnny Rainer. I'm not sure the coach would agree with that, but anyway, it was exciting. If you didn't hear clearly, get a dog up, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, it was clearly what he said. He's yelling and he's dancing in the middle of the change rooms by himself. To start with, I don't think my parents ever went in that room. They always sat out, out the back. Yeah, there's a rope. There's yeah, usually a rope yeah. keeping them. Or, or that, actually, I think in that, that room, there's a... a a fence, yeah, a steel yeah, fence yeah, in the yeah, way. One of those old pool fences. Yeah. The black, Johnny Rainer's the, jumped it. Yeah, I, I, Mick, what would the reaction of Ross Lyon be? No, <laughs> that's not a grand final. That, it, that's it would, not you, a prelim final. You that's still three it. weeks away from from winning a flag. You, what would you? What would Roscoe say? Oh, you'd get a death stare. You'd get a death stare. And, and then, yeah, I think there wouldn't be any visitors post match beyond that. But on that. It's a, it's a big result for Brisbane, but I think Geelong sit back last night and, and they're licking their lips. Yeah, oh, I, I did say, and I was trying to mount a case last night at a uh, sportsman's night to some people, Joe Danaher I don't think he's anywhere near in those A-grade forwards. Uh, would you agree with that? I would, yeah. I, I, hats off to Eric Hipwood. Who, yeah. There's been pressure on a few players. Yeah. He stood up. Charlie Cameron, when he went off with a, a ankle injury, I thought, yeah. I don't, know if gonna, yeah, I don't know if he's going to bounce back, comes back and, and plays a significant role. So... I, good, I suggested how long chaos, they... Mick. I suggested getting rid of Joe creates chaos, mm. and it did that going forward. I mean, at the end, Charlie kicked one, Bailey kicked one, uh, the Smalls got involved, and of course, Hitwood, who you said, stood up. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I give them I, I, Geelong are favourites, but um, you know, I think they might be value in Brisbane. Oh, you're saying that it could go the other way? I think it could. I think yeah. that uh, a fresh Joe. I, I don't know if I'd. Obviously, he's coming back in, but I'm. I'm, I'm tough decisions. Oscar McInerney's another okay. one to return. Oh, McInerney for Fort. Uh, it'll be Danaher for Fortin. And yeah. that's about it. That's it. But, I mean, I'd give him a chance. I think there's value. Triple M, dead set legends. Oh, the tease. <laughs> My throat's on fire. But, Brittany Tay, I'll tell you what was on fire. Your <laughs> holiday overseas to Europe. Welcome back. Thank you. Two weeks, two and a half weeks. Two weeks, five kilos heavier. Oh, you die. I wasn't going to mention it, mate. Oh, Tubby Taylor. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, Tubby Taylor. No, hang on. Hang on. Australia's favourite here. You've gone from riding at 55 to uh, riding, the, riding the number one, Brit. But, uh, yeah, mate, it's great to have you back. Now, tell us. Best place you went to? More Mykonos. Mykonos. I think I'm going to do an annual Mykonos trip. An annual Yeah, an annual to forevermore. That an needs Nos. to happen. Right. Yeah. Now, tell us about, uh, we had great concerns, didn't we, Mick, for uh, oh. Brit, around making friends. Yeah. Yep. We thought yep. um, if there's one thing that you won't be able to do is make friends. <laughs> uh, so me and Mick at night would just text, I wonder how Brit's going. She's friendly, <laughs> lonely. Goodness me, how's this going to play that out? That one-way ticket, she's booking the second ticket pretty quick to yeah, get back. Yeah, we thought you'd be back in 48 hours. No. No, nah, mate. Well, you made some friends. I made some friends from all over the world as well. Give us some, give us some names. There'd be some foreign names in there that we can really wrap our tongues around. Oh, that would require me remembering their names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't no. go with mate, did you, all the way around? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So uh, it was more, you, you remembered people by the country. So you're like, oh. ah, yes. Hey, France. Slovenia. Egypt. Ah, yes. Italia. Morocco. <laughs> right. You'd go I'm through just like... naming countries. So you just jumped on a boat one day. Just well, booked well, a trip. Book, you book a day trip, yeah, just and you, like you would. And you turned up by yourself, and yeah. they were like, oh. And there were other people as well who were travelling. I met mm. a lot of solo travellers as oh, well. Oh, right, okay. Heaps of people doing um, the same thing. Yeah, that'd be, that, that'd be a click, wouldn't it, the solo, the solo group? They had the solo much travel. better stories than me. No, you just make mm. them up over there. Simple as that. What do you... <laughs> 
What are you doing? That's what they were doing yeah, because no, they were telling up. some wild stories, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Because they cool. made them up. Oh, what did you? What did you do? Oh, well, I was actually the first uh, female yeah. player to win an AFL premiership for a male side. Yeah. That's how good I am at wife. Like, you should just make anything up, mate. People don't know. Truly, some of the people no one's I got met... internet overseas. It's too hey, expensive. <laughs> the uh, the coolest. You know, the Americans are very um. I would say, like, status-based. It's all about what school they went to. Mm. And like, oh, well, the Americans, you're just catching up with that, are you? They yeah, are torture. It's, it's just so interesting when you sort of meet people from different American parts friends. of the world. <laughs> you just, I don't know, when, when would you ever go around like, oh, yeah, well, at Curtin, like, yeah. you just, <laughs> oh, well, you just I mean, don't do it. Tier one Melbourne grammar. No, oh, <laughs> actually, now that you come to say it, I've heard you talk now, about your schooling days now, a fair bit. Well, boarding, yeah, boarding was a good fun, but uh, <laughs> you also ran into... Uh, my former team over there, did yes, they behave themselves? They did. They were all there with their partners on. They were staying in a very quiet part in Prayano. Yep. Um, a few of the Hawthorne boys and their partners. And um, I just happened to run into Brad Shepherd, who I've done a lot of work yep. with. Um, racing. With, with racing and uh, his partner. So, uh, yeah, it was one of those things that I'd barely seen an Australian in the, mm. in the two weeks. Yeah. I had not bumped into one Australian and then just happened to sort of run into it, run into a few now. uh, So the annual trip, did you catch any races while you're over there or just shut down? Did you do a full refresh? I almost did a full shutdown and uh, on the bus to Positano, bad reception and I start getting all of these messages start flooding in saying, Mm. oh my God, the good horse, as if what just happened? And I thought, what has just happened? And I hadn't really kept up with what mm. was happening. And my favourite horse, Surveillance, who has been... Well, one by a stack, It won by it? four and a yeah. half lengths and, and I had to refresh, refresh, refresh. And uh, so that was... I did what sort did of keep up with that. Oh, he would have paid a, a fair bit because yeah, he's bad been, reception, a, been a non-winner. Man, Mick didn't hear oh, yeah, Trust no, that me, was, uh, you wouldn't want me giving you I the did tip so, for him uh, no, 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 I won't trust you because you did say, I said, how's everything going on the farm? But you go, we had four, four winners. <laughs> so, sorry, <laughs> this bloody Telstra. I'm gonna, there you go, it's gone. I'll throw um, my phone away. Telstra doesn't work anymore because I don't get texts from you, Britt Taylor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And how's the the transition back to the normal, the real world oh. worked for you? They put you to work. Oh, What's look, I on? flew in at six p.m. on Sunday, mm. and I'd been in you know beautiful, warm, thirty yeah. degree weather. Landed to torrential rain, and yeah. twelve hours later, yeah. I was back at the farm on back the horse, on top. and literally was soaking wet. Just yeah. it poured down for Monday and Tuesday, and now that's why I'm. Did sick. you pull up sore? No. Two weeks off, no. no. Do you know what, weirdly enough? The only, she did exercise, did you? The oh, only, yeah. I tried for the first two days and it <laughs> sort of went south from there. Oh, you did you actually went for a run or something? Yes, I went right? for yeah. a no, run. Early she had no friends. Yeah, so I had she no had to friends. fill the day in. Correct. I was Jeez. going to the gym and everything. And then as soon as I got to Italy, the uh, four-course carb meals yeah, kicked right. in. And I thought, oh, well, we won't oh, worry about that. You'll sort that out when uh, you come back. My hands hurt, of all things. Oh, yeah. You know tradies get strong hands and like office people don't? Your blisters or whatever they're called? Yeah, I developed. Office people hands. All right. Well, well done, Britt. Great to have you back. If only we could send Mick Barlow overseas for a couple of years. <laughs> but uh, it's always nice to have you here. Thanks very much for returning. He'll load up and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. It is time to play a game of games where we do have a family pass the Perth Royal Show up for grabs. Jono from Huntingdale. Good morning to you. What were you doing when you heard the cue to call? Oh, I was, I was just going to put my shaver down. Can you just put the shaver on again just once? <laughs> Just once more, and we got the brand new one too. They got for Father's Day. Oh, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, Jono? Yeah, be careful there, Jono. Jono, 
can't tell all the secrets, eh? <laughs> <laughs> now he's halfway through trimming his beard. Uh, yes, of course. Dave. Good on you, Johnny boy. Um, who would you like to play for you today? Oh, well, I'm absolutely honoured just to be on air with both these legends, to be honest. And um, Zave is a legend of the, of, of the Eagles, so it's hard <laughs> not to go with him. But Mickey Barlow was one of my favourite dockers ever as well. So, um, so you're sitting on the fence at the moment. I'll make it easy for you, John. I only played three years at the Eagles, mate, so I think the term <laughs> legend's probably thrown around a little bit freely there. No, mate, you're a legend of the sport. Oh. <laughs> Is this jo- John oh, Alice? Jesus. John Alice, good morning. I've got to go with Dave. Sorry, Mickey, I've got to go with Dave. All right, right John. I hope you do yourself you can't some be sad. No, you there can't be sad with that, Mick, can you? <laughs> Uh, that's all right. That's all good. Who, who have I got? Sound Come on, like who's next, Brent? Sounds like something else to me, Mick, as well. Sam from Auburn Grove, good morning. G'day, how you going? Are you happy to be have Mick representing you this morning? Yeah, I'm a long-time docker, so very happy to have Mickey. Oh, well, Are we good perfect. to go tonight, Sam? What do you reckon? I'm quietly confident. Good on you. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it's a good side of the draw to be can. on, and I reckon uh, start well, finish well, bang, game over, Frio. Let's do it. All right, Thanks listen up, boys, because this is a little bit different today, and I really think this is going to stretch you mentally. But... No, it won't. Not us, me and Mick. They reckon we could have been doctors in another life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For each one, I I'm, I'm going to be giving you two players, and you need to give me their combined Okay, yeah, combo. Combo, Mick. All right. And there's still a there's still a uh, combined yep. of brothers, Western Bulldogs legend Luke Darcy and his father David Darcy. Oh, uh, Xavier first. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go are with the Darcy. Are you going the, the old school edition, or are you going a calculator? How are you? No, well, Luke Darcy uh, had some knee injuries. I reckon he might have done an ACL twice. Would I be right in saying that, Mick? You reckon? Uh, I wouldn't have thought, but anyway, okay, maybe going. I've made that up completely. But I'm going to go. I'm not even going to go why I've, I've landed on these figures, but I'm going to go 400 games. Well done. I went with 312. Okay. See, I reckon Luke Darcy, now you've locked your answer in. I reckon Darcy did his knee twice, but I reckon he would have played for, you know, 13 years or something. So you work around that. Yeah, dad. yeah I thought so. I'm a high energy guy. He's got some class. 359 for Luke, oh, that, 226 so for David, 133. Bad luck, Mick. So, so it's Zave, close. Zave was 41 and we're away, and Mickey, 47. Yeah, bad luck, Mick. The only Zave. one who needed the calculator there was Leech. Well done, John O, mate. You're going to have a new uh, buzzer before you know it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like a vibrator, <laughs> but hey, we'll press on. Collingwood's <laughs> Reeshaw and his dad, Rayshaw. Reese. Mick, oh. you're first. I am. Uh, Reese and Ray, they played a fair bit of footy. I'm going to go with 438. So I reckon Reese, who had a fantastic career at the Swans, he's a good player at Collingwood, but geez, he was good at the Swans. Mm. I'm going to say 250 for him, roughly, and he's old man, um, 170. So what's that equal? 120. Yeah, you're going to get 420. Team Zave. I'm a high-energy guy. He's got some class. John I can see the anguish here. on Mick's face. 383. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what were the splits? Reese 237, Ray, 146. Yeah, so I had 250, 170 there, Mick. So uh, it's fair to say, mate, I know me footy. Yeah, <laughs> you do it well. Bring it home, Dave. Bring it home. Right, okay. Sammy, John, don't You're going to the show. Let's rock and roll. Sorry, Sammy. Hope there's better fortunes tonight for you. <laughs> Carlton <laughs> full forward, Lance Whitnell and his father, Graham Whitnell. Lance Whitnell. Whitnell. Gee whiz. <laughs> I reckon he won best, one best and fairest, I reckon, Lance. Uh, captain of the club. Hawkins, I reckon, kicked four on him on debut. And uh, Lance Whitnell. He, geez, he played some good footy, young Lance. I'm going to go with 412. 
412. I reckon you've gone way over. I've gone 291. 291. Lance played a lot. Team Mickey. It's yeah. my best time of the yeah. week. He's back. Lance played a lot That's early. 282. 282. What did Lance play? 216. Graham yeah. 66. I've Lance never heard of Graham. Oh, yeah, neither Graham. did I. <laughs> But yeah. I reckon Lance raced to like 150 at a really but, young but age. You, you, you've planted 300 games on Graham's shoulders and you've never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I went 412 and I had Lance at like 250. Well, oh, a still. lot of games. Shut up, yeah. Snoz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's right. nervous, Sammy. We're coming from all. To equalise. <laughs> Collingwood's Darcy Moore and his Ruckman father, Peter Moore. Two-time Brownlow, Peter Moore, oh, yeah? Oh, Pete. Uh, he's probably played the one... 40 plus a O, which equals... The mathematics is adding up here. What's that? 375. 375. I had 350. I had to split it down. Um, Darcy just signed a massive deal, so he must be around 150 and then the rest of the day. I've got 140, 230. Well, i tell you what. Team Mickey. This is yeah, a Brisbane-like comeback. Ooh. What was it? 373. Uh, wait, the You're last two. Out. I, I might go down today. I That'd might go working. down. Sammy, I might go down, but I've been within two games there and what was it early? Six six games earlier. Yeah, anyway, you were within I'm... only a couple of points in 2013. Didn't help you back then. The decider. Getting, yeah, sorry, mate. I got emotional. Getting personal now. Former Saint, <laughs> former Saint and Eagles, David Sirikowski and his dad, Brian Sirikowski. I nearly swore on out there. I, I shouldn't. Why is that, Mick? Oh, it's just like Sirikowski. Come on. Like, oh. <laughs> Mick, you go first. No, you're, hang on. I'm doing No, now. it's your turn to go yeah, first. No, I know, but we split it down the middle. Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, I love what? the boys who are actually doing the mental maths. Like, one number in front of another. On, Zay, Carry over home. the one. Two. Add the zero. Oh, Xavier, you're first. I've written my edition. number down. I've written my number right, down. Count of three. Let's say it. Okay. One, two, three. Two sixty-one. I two, couldn't hear either. 269. 269, 2551. Okay. We have I've a winner. I've had to lift. I got nervous. Team Steve wins. Oh, yes, yeah. still give it to the ripper. 178. 178. There you go, John. I'm going to for That's David, for 75 you. for Brian. Absolutely love it, Dave. Thank you. Good on you, mate. Go finish yourself off. Congratulations. <laughs> You're off to the Royal Show. <laughs> I will do, mate. That beard a good Sorry, trim. Sammy. Try it out hard. All good. Go Frio. Are you going beard completely off, Jono, or what's the plan? Nah, just a true mode. It's a bit hairy at the moment, and the, and the girls bought me a new one for Father's Day. Oh, so fantastic, uh, mate. We'll return the favour and get them to the Royal Show. How's yeah. that sound? I will do, mate. I'll spoil them. Good on Perfect. you, mate. All the best. Well done, too, Sam. Good right, luck tonight. Great weekend. Another great game of games. That was a good game of games. I've won for do. months. That's what I do. <laughs> just flirted with him. Then smoked <laughs> Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Oh, here it is, Brittany and Mickey Barlow. We're back in the seat here. And we're going to talk some motorsport with the number one man in motorsport, of course, our good mate, Greg Rusty. If you do love a good podcast, please sit down because you've got four trillion rippers. Rusty's Garage, that's a, that's the number one podcast. The Grill's also a number one podcast. Grill. And the new What's Under the Bonnet podcast, also out all free on the listener app. Good morning, Rusty. Morning, guys. How are we all? Oh, mate, my throat's still going from uh, the Mad Monday I went on uh, with the daughter's <laughs> netball team. I'm still celebrating. <laughs> you probably shouldn't go on that, Dave, to be fair. Okay. All right, Rusty. Uh, mate, uh, really quick one. Uh, talk about a motorsport legend. Uh, there's plans for a short TV series around Dickie Johnson. 
Now, this is uh, a little something that came out of, you mentioned the Grill podcast a moment ago. Myself and the actor Shane Jacobson, the comedian, were yeah. talking uh, Shane. Uh, with, with Dick Johnson this week. And Shane comes forth with the fact that he has seen a, they call it in movie and TV land, a pitch deck. So like a, a basic summation or script mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Very good, very good director behind it. And the plan is to try and make a six-parter that would start kind of around the, the rock incident at Bathurst, which nearly ended his career yeah. and how everyone chipped in to, to help get him back on track. Um, evidently, this idea has gone all the way to Ford management in the United States and they like it. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it comes to fruition. Well, that'll be a very interesting Absolutely. watch indeed. Hey, Rusty, Supercars in your neck of the woods in Auckland this weekend. I believe you're coming to us live from the Pukekohe circuit. Who's going to beat Shane Van Gisbergen? It's a hard one. The, the Kiwis are all rising to the occasion, Brett, because it is our final ever Supercars appearance at this classic, classic ballroom. So it, it's a real shame that we're losing it. The way the cars behave at this venue is unlike anything else. It's very physical, a real commitment venue. But straight out of the blocks, the Dick Johnson Racing Mustangs have been good. Anton Di Pasquale is fast. We know Shane Van Gisbergen um, will rise to the occasion. He's a series leader and throw into the mix. They are talking about a little bit of rain this afternoon as well. Oh, we hey, do. do we love a bit of rain on the track, Rusty? It adds to uh, <laughs> it adds to the challenge for the drivers <laughs> and to the spice for the spectators. But spare a thought for me on the on the hill. Not good oh, if I'm <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, Rusty, I'm the F1 expert on this panel. So the roadshow heads... stumble through this. The, the, the roadshow heads to Monza this weekend, right? Last year, this is where Danny Rick oh, of won. Of course, yes. So he won here last year, but obviously different circumstances around Dan Ricciardo at the moment. He's then linked to Mercedes, and then Jack Doohan linked to Alpine. So a bit happening uh, in the driver's chairs. Well, well, Jack Doohan continues to hit it out of the park in the GP2 series. He is really on form at the moment and showed that again uh, overnight. And the idea of of Dan to Mercedes is an interesting one. It's been kind of floated, if you will, by a very respected journal on the basis of there could be worse places for him to go next Mm. year if he can't get the right drive. So it would mean being the reserve driver, getting an opportunity if someone's uh, uh, ill or whatever. And then, and then, you know, who knows what's going to happen to Lewis Hamilton beyond next year. Yeah. So very good team to be mm. with. Uh, Lewis, to his credit, has said Absolutely. Dan totally deserves to be on the grid in a front-running drive. Wasn't that good to hear Lewis Hamilton not only not deflect the question, but answer the question with full support behind Danny Rick? Totally, totally. And, and, and you know, we've said it a number of times on this program, I don't believe that he's lost his ability to win races. We've got to have a jumbled grid here for the Monza event with, you know, people taking engine penalties and so on. Oh, beautiful. You know, it'd, be, it'd be awesome to think Dan could come through and have a good result here. I, I would love to see that. He deserves it, and he's still got the talent in my mind. Right, oh, Rusty, we're going to let you go, but just really quickly, mate, I've got about a 20-minute drive home. Now, of the three podcasts, <laughs> Rusty's Garage, The Griller, What's Under the Bonnet, which which podcast on the listener app am I slapping on tonight, uh, today mm. on the way you home? Might, you, you might enjoy Tony Cochran, the former boss of Supercars, who was my guest on Rusty's Garage. So very forthright, very opinionated, and he did some amazing things uh, with this sport at his time at the, at the helm. Beautiful, Beautiful, mate. I'm a traditionalist too. Rusty's Garage is my favourite, but of course there's plenty there, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Look after yourselves, guys. Take care. Thank you. The Checkered Flag's out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricciardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Perth weather is beautiful. 21 degrees. Spring has 
sprung Britney, as they say in the classics. Oh, they have. They It has. It really, really has. <laughs> has it? <laughs> Brit, go again. Has it? Come on, mate. I wasn't no more, no more Pilates and Prosecco or whatever we're just talking about. On the spring has sprung, as they say in the classic. Well, you know, races, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, the races, the good horses are out. Um, you know, just throw in anything. I thought we were just going to talk about Newtown Toyota and the yeah, fact that, that all of the families okay, will be well, in their spring Toyotas. Has sprung. Oh, windows down in the Newtown Toyota. Yeah, yeah, just anything, go. mate. It's, it's called like a little segue. Just run with it. Grab the baton and run. Okay, I've got the baton. Mickey, can you take the baton? Yeah, well, Newtown. I'll tell you who might be driving their Newtown Toyota today in Albany. Driving from Perth to Albany. Brett Peake is is, uh, involved with the Albany Sharks, and there's a grand final there over this weekend. They're the worst performing AFL side ever. I've just only really skim read uh, the article, but he's driven his Newtown Toyota, I'd imagine, Mm -hmm. from Perth to Albany, set up shop for a bit, had a really good footy season, and they're in the grand final. A lot of junior footy netball mm. grand finals going yes. on, on around Perth. So if you are driving and you've got a grand final today, good luck to you. Hopefully mm. your team wins. Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing better as a kid. I still reckon they're the best time of your life when you're playing in grand finals with your schoolmates and your mates from down the street. So if you are doing hockey, netball, tennis, anything, golf. If you've got a grand final, We're we for wish you, you luck. We are. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. It really, really has. It has absolutely <laughs> sprung. <laughs> All right, we've really butchered this now. Apologies to Newtown Toyota, Brittany. You've thrown me off. Do you know what? They know that buying a car is only the start of the journey, a journey they yeah. want to go on with you oh, to the to footy grand final, whatever you're on today. Yeah. Let their family look after yours located at East Vic Park, Newtown Toyota, with you for the long haul. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. This is Brit's Best. All right, we need a winner here because we've just decided on a Jet Set Legends end of season trip. A footy trip over to Melbourne. We're going to do a little bit of work on the Friday. Can't say what we're recording on the Friday. But then on the Friday night... Oh, we're, we're, we're going to the races. We're going to the races. We've got it all sorted Mooney out. Valley. Oh, gee whiz. Em will be thrilled when I come back from Money Valley with me pockets full. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Might okay. buy her a ring. You've already done that. She won't be listening. I certainly won't be buying <laughs> It's her birthday coming up. It is coming up, yes. I'm going to get her but, a nice gift. Okay, we'll debrief on what we're going to do with mm. the, uh, the gift in a minute. Uh, we need to find a winner. And uh, I'm going to Belmont today. Race 7, number 7, go forward from the Chris and Michael Ganjemi yard. This was a huge run last start uh, to weave through traffic with Brad Parnham aboard. Fastest last 6.42 of the day, I think it was. So Fastest 6.42? Yep. The bloody hell is 642? What's a 642? 600, 400, 200. Oh, right. gotcha. oh, I thought you meant, why are they measuring 642 metres? <laughs> rails out. Rails out, yeah. Or they couldn't <laughs> no, no, no. get the, they couldn't yeah, get the yeah. barriers to the yeah. proper start or something. Well, <laughs> do you know, do you know what how about oh, no, well, that's what I was sort of thinking could have happened? <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to use 642 a lot now. No, hey, no. Hey, watch Mick throw that. She's man, it looks good. What is the 642? <laughs> so we're going with go forward there. Another one to keep an eye out for is Protege. This horse has had just uh, one What's start. What's it, 642? We're not having a uh, bet on this, but it was uh, super on debut. So just keep an eye out. I reckon Hong Kong might even be having a little look at this. Oh, oh, oh honkers, Hong Kong. Maybe they might like to sell it there. So uh, pretty nice horse. Okay, well, I'll... I'll... Saves money. Put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in. And you take it back out. And that's what it's all about. Bing, 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 bing. 
How good is it to be off a heavy deck too, by the way, for oh. the races in Sydney today? So what I'm going to do, and I, I like to actually play place my interest now, and that's sort of uh, one of the rules I find myself having to operate under thanks to our good mates at Tab Touch. They say I have to operate in a half an hour window because if they leave the window too open, I take too much out. So mm. what's going to happen today? We're into race one at Rose Hill. It's Oof. pretty. It's a layup. So I, I, The highway? <laughs> okay. I'm a country boy, mate. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to go race one. These are one. the hardest races to bet into. Number two. Okay. Zaru. Zaru wins. What? And if it doesn't win by two legs, I'm not even going to take me money out. I'm going to say it didn't win by enough. It'll win $4.50. <laughs> you don't want each it- way? You want, you want a little Hey, Brent, is this your bet or is this Zave's bet? I think Zave's I think, I think Zave. <laughs> $4.50, you put the 50 smackers straight on the beak and then you sit there for a minute and a half. It's 642s have been incredible the last couple of starts. <laughs> Wins by two, put in, take out, you fill your pockets and buy your wife a present. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Uh, what a night. We've got a football ahead of us here. Obviously, in WA, we're rooting for Fremantle. MCG is going to be absolutely chock-a-block full of black and white. Now, Mickey Barlow, what's mm. the feeling like over there in Melbourne? Well, the feeling's good. Like footy, footy back in Melbourne uh, for finals is good. It's first time since 2019. All is a buzz, and there is a lot of Fremantle supporters around. They had their captain's run yesterday. Jeff, the Wizard Farmer, Not made his way down Oof. to the captain's run and um, was was slapping up with JL and Dave Mundy. He would have played with both of those guys. Josh yeah, Carr, who's an assistant coach. So there's a good feel around town. You talk about a lot of supporters, yourself included. You've donned mm. the Frio scarf. How do we feel about that, a former player mm. wearing the merch around the streets of Melbourne? Well, I just, I, I just think it's a uh, little bit of, oh, there's a Fremantle supporter in Melbourne. That's unique. And then he's so he's trying to catch the eye of the, the person. <laughs> then they go, oh, oh that's Mick Barlow. Yeah. That's pretty that, simple. The equation's yeah. not hard there. I might leave it at home, to be honest. Are you going, of course, Mick? Working I'll or go going? I'll go tonight. Yeah, we've got uh, a little bit of a MC event. Got to talk to Simon Garlic and get his insight into what's going on at the Frio Dockers and the Cashy. feel around the... Around the side. How is that that they're – I don't know about – I'm interested in his response to this. If they win tonight, they're staying on the road. Mm. They're not coming back to Perth. How do you, what do you think about that? Is there I, benefit I in coming home and being in your own bed? Or? Absolutely. You, you know, because you, you, you played the home prelim, didn't you, of course. So, so I yeah. – what have I done? A bit. But uh, <laughs> we – I just like – I just love the feeling of being home and – that it would be what is it going to be two weeks if 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 it all goes to plan and they're here for two weeks they play in a grand final but but did some partners families and stuff get on the plane as well mm, so saw, they're uh, there the Walters family was there the Mundy family's around there's a very young side so I, I think that would have played into their thinking yeah. as well their their side is amazingly young I think it's the third or fourth youngest um, side or hard or to win a flag when you're that young list in the what are you trying to say you've done it. No, I'm just about he was. It is, but I think that won't affect them too much. They're pretty young, and you know whatever's put in front of them, they will do. But I do think that coming home, he's sitting on. Maybe it's just the country boy in me who sat in a car for hours on end as a youngster. You're sitting on a plane, which is a a pretty nice bird these days. Mm. For three up the front for three hours, and then you're back in your own bed, training your own facilities, doing the meetings in the same meetings with your family, with your friends, keeping the same routine. Yeah, it's not like travel's unique to Fremantle. They've one on the road most of the year. Or is it positive that you stay together as a group and you're really focused as a group? I know I'm not in the demo right now, but if I had two young kids at home, I'd rather my group being my young boys or whatever. So Dave Mundy's family, I don't know. I just would. 
rather just stick to routine mm. as well. Like, well, but isn't that a? Could that be a distraction? Like you talk about two young boys, you know, like sometimes middle of the night, you're yeah, out there climbing into bed. Yeah, but you're used to the You embrace it. As, well, as they're Boston there anyway. They're, 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 the families of those players have travelled, so they're they're on the road, and mm. with I feel like there might be, you know, a little bit more and add a layer of complexity with having a young family in a foreign environment. All of that, I don't, I don't love it. I think we've probably um, pushed a little bit. Forward of where they are, they've got to win tonight to actually stay on the road. This is actually the cart before the horse. <laughs> we're, we're deciding whether it's a good or yeah. bad thing. They actually have to win first. It might, it might be null and void argument. Uh, now, Mick, uh, just while we are talking about Fremantle, Luke Jackson's season finished last night um, with you know Max doing the lion's share of the ruck. Um, mm. So that decision's now imminent with what Luke Jackson's going to do. How do you see that being a Fremantle well, supporter? Well, Freo will lose off the back of bringing Luke Jackson in. Uh, probably three players, won't they? So Rory Lobb, I think, would have gone anyway by the, by the sounds of things. He wants to relocate mm-hmm. to the east. Uh, I'm hearing Griff Logue, uh, Blake Akers are the two that you know, might be squeezed out in terms of salary cap um, implications if they bring Luke Jackson in. So from my point of view, it might upset the I'm apple I'm a Blake cart. Akers man. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm unashamedly a Blake Akers man this year. Yeah, on that wing, he's, he's run up and down. Like Carlton clearly need a player like that, so they would have stumped up a nice offer to Didn't him. Did they get Chera last year to do that? Well, Chera's kind of more inside than, than the outside. Mm. Uh, they've been playing Will Setterfield on, on, on the wing, who's yeah. an inside player. But I, I'm, I'm look, I think the, the pylon on Luke Jackson will be unwarranted because he'll come on a big wage. He hasn't had a huge season. He's a young player. He's going to be a very good player. Um, but, yeah, the short term, just making sure that dynamic of the team is, is all hunky-dory will, will be an interesting So what do you do with Sean Darcy? No, Sean Darcy's the number one ruck. Okay. Luke, uh, Luke Jackson would be you know, the, the key forward and, and pinch in the ruck at times. Get more good podcasts on the Listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.